1: We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right, sell your car the instant way and get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars.
0: Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.
1: Well, women's football in this part of the world is heading for yet another exciting time with uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup held next year, uh, jointly between Australia and here, of course. But also the A-League women's competition is just going from strength to strength, it seems. Last season, we saw the inaugural campaign of the Wellington Women's Phoenix team, and uh, they showed great promise. Signs for the future of the sport are really good. But the best news they had is that their coach... Gemma Lewis head coach is coming back for a second season, and I'm pleased to say we've got uh, Gemma on the show this morning. Gemma, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Was it an easy decision to come back?
0: um yeah, to be honest it was pretty easy um you know it was last year was just the start for us, I think, and you know hard circumstances of being in Australia. so when I had the chance to be based in Wellington and and the opportunities to be able to potentially play in front of a home crowd and, and things like that, it was very very hard to to turn down.
1: Such a tough season last year for a number of reasons. But the good news is this year, of course, you actually have a place to call home. Yeah,
0: definitely. It's going to make a huge difference. Um, you know, the players are really excited about it. We're excited. Um, it's going to be so nice to try and like actually get in touch with the community and the fan base here and, and see the support that we had because we were definitely quite disconnected from that in Australia. So being able to experience that will be a massive game changer for us.
1: Now, you've got a home, uh, actually, at the New Zealand Campus of uh, Innovation and Sport. Tell us a wee bit about that facility and what it offers you.
0: Uh, that, it's got to be one of like, the world-leading um, uh, facilities within high-performance sport, to be honest. You know, um, Jamie and his team have done an incredible job um, uh, researching what all the pro teams have, and you know, even some of the Premier League teams like Man United and things like that. Um, Like, you know, looking at all their facilities and then taking it and putting it in one environment um, in Wellington is amazing. Um, You know, so everything you need from a performance level to be better as an athlete is all on one site, and the players are going to be able to get to experience that, um, which is going to be absolutely massive for us when it comes to um, player recruitment as well, to say we've got one of the best facilities um, definitely in Australasia, um, if if not in the world. Um, So it's an amazing thing to have.
1: You're playing your games at Sky Stadium, is that correct? Yes. Okay, cool. That's good. So you've got a big facility there now. uh, At this point, let's talk about, you mentioned player retention um, and player recruitment as such. How's how's that uh, looking for you at this point? If we start with retention, the squad that you assembled last year, what are you looking like uh, in terms of the players wanting to return?
0: Yeah, no, we're in a really good space. You know, we, we definitely want to build off what we did last season. You know, we had a young team, but I think, you know, they showed real potential and I think they showed like real promise of development. So, um, we definitely want to retain like a, a good core cool group of, of that, um, team that we feel like can really go on and push this Wellington team forward. You know, they've started it. They've um, created the Phoenix identity and what we represent as the women's team. And we believe that um, a lot of them have the opportunity to move forward. So, um, retention is, is looking really good for us. We've created like, a really good environment where there is some like, loyalty within the Phoenix team as well. Like A lot of the players mm-hmm. want to be playing for the Phoenix um, and really enjoyed the experience. Um, so, yeah, it's looking really good, but we, we definitely still need to add like, that little bit of experience and, um, and some kind of a different calibre of player to the group to really help those young people
1: move forward. When can you start that process?
0: At starting, we're starting it um, you know, uh, getting getting me across the line was the first part but and we're definitely kind of full steam ahead now um, starting conversations and, and kind of looking over in Australia as well, that's going to be the tough one for us we still have to sign seven Australian players um, and with us now being based in New Zealand, that's quite a difficult challenge, um, so and with a new team, Western United coming into the league, that's another team that are competing for Australian players as well, so that's going to be one of the biggest challenges that we have that other teams don't have on them um, is that kind of minimum requirement to sign those seven Australians. Um, so that's something we definitely need to work on earlier. Um, so it's one of our first priorities is retention of the key players that we're bringing forward and then starting to look at those Australian players that we need to secure earlier.
1: The other thing I suppose uh, about attracting players from overseas is, is that you're such a new uh, such a new uh, franchise as such, um, you know, and it was a tough year last year, everyone thought it would be, and, and it proved to be the case. Uh, but uh, how, how are you going to actually lure them to New Zealand? How, how do you go about that? I mean, as, I, I guess money is a bit of a factor in that, but what else can you sell them?
0: Yeah, well, I definitely think um, the facilities at CIS come into that. Um, you know, it's, it's, they're by far the best facilities in the A-League. Um, no other team will be able to compete Um with, with what we have access to. And I think that's one of um, the, like a big a big like carrot for us, so to speak, because um, those people that are wanting to kind of kick on and improve their professional career or play for their country, we've got a facility that's going to really enhance that and, and give you what you need to try and get you to your next level, I think. So that's a big one that we can really kind of um, sell, so to speak. But I also think what we've created with the Phoenix, you know, we were definitely underdogs. Nobody really expected much um but we played in a and you know aggressive way we pressed we were brave when we were playing um we were creative I think we kind of created a a way of playing and a a way we were perceived by the other teams in the A-League um in a way that showed like promise and showed somebody some a team that somebody might want to be involved in um so definitely think we can kind of attract some players in that regard um and even players that you know a very good calibre, but might have not got the chance in other teams because other teams have like such big names in their teams. You know, we have this team where it's like this opportunity of those players getting to really shine on a stage that they haven't been given the chance yet.
1: So, Gemma, the the season uh, as such, uh, upcoming has it, has it been announced what the structure will be? Is it similar for this year in terms of length, etc.?
0: Um, we, we don't know yet. It's definitely going to be an expanded league. Um, you know, Western United have come in. Uh, there's also talks of potentially another team coming in, but that hasn't been confirmed yet. Um, so there's definitely going to be more rounds and, and an extension of, of last season, um, which, is, which is really good, but we, we don't actually know what that looks like yet and how many rounds will be included in the season, but we've been signalled that, that it will be an expanded league, um, which is great for the game and, and, and great for the players. Um, so we're looking forward to seeing what that is.
1: So uh, last year you basically had five minutes to prepare. This year at least you've got six months. <laughs> and, and so when I, when I look at retention of players, I, I'm also looking at retention of uh, your your support staff, your technical staff. Um, I suppose that's on the agenda too. Are they keen to be back?
0: Yeah, definitely. You know we're already in conversations. Um, you know we had a really good support staff, and and it made the job so much easier. And and it was a key part of what we created. So and um, that's the same as, as the players. We want to bring those people forward. Um, those people that are kind of keen to keep pushing forward with the Phoenix, um, we want to bring them into the fold as well. So, yeah, definitely the things that are on the agenda right now. And it's going to be a busy couple of weeks to try and make some some key
1: signings. Jimmy, you mentioned connecting with your uh, community, building a fan base here at home. How are you going to go about doing that?
0: Visibility is the main thing. You know, having the players here, um, you know, yes, we train and we work hard. Um but, you know, there's times where they can, they can get out, they can go and visit clubs, they can um, be on the grass, they can um, go and see, like, young players that are, that are excited about, um, about football. Um, you know, we can show support to our sponsors. Um, you know, we can be there at the stadiums and go and visit, see people at the end of games and sign some shirts and take some pictures. You know, we haven't got the experience to be able to do that. So I think being able to, like, that's important to the players. You know, they want to give back to the support that they had last year. Um, which was really hard in, in the circumstances. But the, the country got behind us and, and, and the media supported us and, and we felt that, but we were disconnected from it. So now it's the case of, well, we want to get amongst it now. We we want to show that we appreciate the support and we want to give back and, and really inspire that next generation that are coming through um, and make the Phoenix and, and Wellington um, home for the women's team.
1: Just getting back to this uh, factor about having to sign uh, seven Australian players, I mean... I mean, you just simply have to have them. That uh, no matter the quality of the player, you must simply have uh, seven of them. Is is that the the absolute written and concrete rule? Is it?
0: Yeah, it is, and that's what makes it extremely tough. Because, um, yeah, like the you know, right now, the better players will be able to play in Australia really easily. And as much as it's a professional league, a lot of these players still have jobs or study um so the ability to be able to leave Australia is limited um so and we're all kind of competing for the same pool of players and so it does become very difficult because regardless like you said of the quality of what we can sign we need to we need to sign seven Australians um and that's going to be one of the big keys for us this year if we can do a really good job and get that right um then it's really going to strengthen our team um but it is something that is is a cause of concern for us because of the fact that um we're a team in New Zealand. Um, it's hard to ask players to up and leave for kind of five, six months, um, and potentially leave their jobs and things like that. When um, yeah, when we're kind of the league is professional, but it's not a full year contract. Um, so that's a hard justification for us at the moment.
1: Okay, so you bring up an interesting thing there for me. Uh, just how professional is it? I mean, your 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 your, um, your girls that are in playing at the moment. Uh, you know, they've obviously got other aspects to their life as well. Just how professional is it compared to, say, um, the men's side of the A League?
0: So the men's side of the A League, they if they sign a contract, they, it's their job. You know, they don't have to pick up something else. They can do it full time. They can dedicate their whole whole lives to it, and and that is their job from the, for the whole year. Um, but in the women's game, that that's not the case. Um, so it wouldn't be enough to live off. Um, you wouldn't be able to afford um, like accommodation and and kind of. Um, pay food and everything else that comes with it um, off of just what you earn within that kind of five months and um it's getting it's definitely getting better um but there can, there's still a big gap between the um the men's and the women's game i think expansion and like the fact that we're getting more teams and more rounds in will help that because if it can go to a full season um you know if it can get to 8 9 months of a season or somewhere around there you're starting to look mm-hmm. at maybe it would be a salary that that somebody could live off but Right now, we're not there, um, and that does present a challenge. But I definitely think, like the FA and things, it looks like it's, it's and the APL are looking like it's trying to get there. Um, but that'll be a big game changer when players can actually dedicate their lives to being a professional athlete um, and know that they have the security of of having kind of a contract for the year and they can live off it and they can dedicate their lives to being better at what they do.
1: Gemma of course uh, One of the considerations I guess you had uh, Coming into Accepting the role uh, Again for another year Is the other job uh, Very busy job That you've got Particularly within New Zealand football And of course That's the future Of Fern's domestic program As such Uh, Tell us a wee bit about that And the the talent pool We've got in New Zealand These days Yeah
0: um, You know It's a full time program That we have um, And and we train Kind of four times a week Um, We're in the gym We play games Against a variation Of different boys teams That really kind of challenge us and, and, and kind of replicate what we face on a world stage in terms of speed of the game and the technical ability of the game. Um, it's really good for us to have players in one environment. Um, we get to work with them day in, day out. Um, we get to really individualize what they do um, and try and prepare them for their their next level. Um, and it's produced a lot of really good players, and we've managed to get players in really good environment um, and and kind of sign them into professional, um, professional football, which is... Um, really really good to see and we're starting to see a good like positive flow of players coming through um, which is really important Um, I see it as almost like a finishing school you know they develop within their club um, and they come in to us for the last kind of year or so and we kind of put the finishing touches on really push them that extra couple of percent and try and get their visibility exposed to either the A League you know the Phoenix or teams even in bigger leagues Um, and and that's really really important for us Um, right now as well you know we have kind of 13 of the Phoenix players are training full-time um, in that program as well. So it's creating an environment for them in the off-season that they're still able to train, they're still able to improve, they're still able to push, um, mm. which is going to be a game-changer for us when it comes to the season.
1: And, of course, uh, in August, uh, the Under-20 Women's World Cup is, is in Costa Rica. The world's a freer place now. We can travel, which is it's uh, seriously an exciting proposition for you coming up in a group with, what, Colombia, Germany... And Mexico. So how's that squad coming along?
0: Yeah, it's it's an exciting one, you know. Um again, Phoenix has brought us another opportunity where we had, you know, I think it was eight players that were under twenties eligible, um, that played in that in, in the Phoenix team last year. Um and that so that's eight players that have got professional football um experience under their belt that they wouldn't have had if they if we didn't have that team. Um so, you know, and they've come a long way and we can see that. So having that sort of experience within the team now. Um, Creates a really, really good environment um, for the players that we've got coming through. And again, in that future ferns group, you know, we've probably got about fourteen players that are twenties eligible, and um, so that are training, you know, most days and, and really pushing themselves. So I feel like as a team, like you know, we really need to take the opportunity and, and try and show that we can be competitive on a world stage. Um, and at age groups, you know, we've got history of doing well, um, and we want to be able to play a style of football that we believe in that is going to be positive for the future and generate funds, not just kind of secure results, but we also want to show that we can play that way and and we can still um, get results against some of the bigger teams. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be extremely challenging. Um, You know, we haven't seen any sort of kind of age group football on the world stage for so long um, that it's going to be really interesting to see the development of other countries as well. and, And what we're up against, um, but it's going to be definitely a great experience for the players and a real game-changer because it's a platform to really expose yourself and show what you can do on a world stage. You know, there's big teams, big leagues that are looking at that that kind of under-20s World Cup because that's where you see your next crop of like potential players coming through, and it can be a really good opportunity for players to get some exposure.
1: The joint venture with Australia and hosting the Women's World Cup, I mean, it's not... It's not till next year, but next year will roll around very quickly, I would imagine. Um, from your experience and your uh, your involvement with uh, New Zealand football, uh, how are the preparations going along with that in, in uh, conjunction with FIFA?
0: Yeah, no, it, it's good. You know, they're, they're working through training facilities right now. And, and I know they've done visits of training facilities and, and kind of, yeah, starting to really put, put things in place and secure things. And obviously we saw that the draw is going to be done in, 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 um, in Auckland, which will be amazing. Um, so everything's kind of coming along, um, and you're right, it's going to get here really soon. Um, and, and it's really interesting because it's going to be such a huge event and I'm not sure that like New Zealand understand how huge it's going to be yet. Um, Mm. like uh, in women's football, we've seen like, look at the, look at the champions league final, look at the crowds that they're getting in, look at, you know, the uh, NWSL or the national league in um, the U S and the crowds that they're getting, you know, it's going to be huge. Um, and it's going to be so big for, for New Zealand. Um, so it's going to be extremely exciting. And I think, yeah, a lot of people will embrace it. But I'm not sure we really know what we're in for. yet. Yeah, it's going to be um, pretty incredible.
1: Gemma, absolute pleasure to catch up with you this morning. You're such a, a busy woman, I know. So we're, we're glad you found a bit of time <laughs> for us. Um, the great news is you've signed for re sign with the Phoenix and you continue your development with uh, women's football in this country. And we're the better for it. Thank you so much for your time. And good luck with what's coming up, eh?
0: Thank you very much for having me. Always a pleasure to chat to you.
1: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.